everyone. I hope we're having a great day today. I've got Officer Reese here with me today. Officer Reese has lived in this town his whole life, born and raised. He's here today to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a cop in this town. Before we hand the mic on over to Officer Reese, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, yeah, thank you. So, um... Like you said, I was born and raised in this town, been here for about uh, 32 years now. Um, being a cop in where we is um, it's a little interesting to say the least. Uh, this town is very weird, but um, nevertheless, it's a great job. I love it. Um, I get to serve my community. Uh, my day started about 6 a.m. last week. And I stopped by Don's Coffee on 3rd Street. Uh, it's always a hole-in-the-wall coffee shop, so I got the best coffee. They never let me pay there, though, so I always just make sure to put a 10 in the tip jar. After I got my coffee and my bagel, I went out and drove around. Part of my job is to get to know the community and to get to know the streets and uh, just the people around the town. It's always good to be able to predict these things uh, before they happen. So um, also, it's always great to just know the members of the community that you serve. It was a cold but sunny day, if you can imagine it. And it rained the last two nights, so it was still a bit wet out. I remember when I started my day, it was 47, but the high that day was supposed to be 53. I remember driving in my police car. I had my windows rolled down just a little bit. I really loved the wet, fresh air, especially the nice cold one too. I just ran my fingers through it as I was driving. I like listening to smooth jazz, especially in the mornings. Something about it kind of gets me in the mindset. I drove around for about 10 minutes before I got in front of Don's Coffee Shop. It's a little hole in the wall on third. If you've been there, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been there, then you're missing out. The coffee is absolutely amazing. Hey, Officer Reese, it's a pleasure to see you, the man behind the counter said. Trey, the pleasure is all mine. Can I please bother you for the usual? <laughs> it's going to be that kind of day, Trey said. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully we have a chill day today. Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, let me go get that usual for you. Thank you, he said as he walked away. As Trey was making my order, I was just looking around. I like to take note of the people around me and the things around me. I'm a cop, for God's sake. As I was looking around, I was admiring the outside. I love seeing when the sun is still fresh in the morning. Something about its shine is a little bit more different, but really nice. Although, it was weird. Out of nowhere there was thunder. It only lasted for a moment, and then it was gone. Just as quickly as it was here, it was gone. Just like that. There were no clouds in the sky, no nothing to indicate thunder. And I guess that's just the weird thing about this town, is that you really never know. Here you go, Officer Reese, usual coffee and bagel, he said as I pulled a 10 out of my wallet. Your money's no good here. I know, Trey, I said as I put the money in the tip jar. I know. You're a good man, don't ever change, I said as I walked out the door. I sat in my car for a few minutes and just scarfed on my bagel. After that, I put on smooth jazz again and started driving. 
Now, the unfortunate part about my job is that you do have to give out tickets. So what I personally like to do is I'll drive down residential areas and just give parking tickets to people who are well beyond state enforced code. The other day, I gave a ticket to somebody who is literally two feet away from the curb. He's actually lucky I didn't get his car towed. This way, if you're going a little over the speed limit or doing something minor and not a huge infraction, then I'm able to just give you a warning rather than giving you a ticket. This helps the divide between police and pedestrians. All officers, please be advised we've got a 647 in progress on the corners of Baker and Lakewood. Reports of a man dancing in front of a pet store. Suspect is considered non-lethal and is wearing blue, pink, and green windbreaker. A man dancing? I responded to the radio call and I headed on over. A 647 is somebody loitering. It's not a big deal, but in this town you just don't want to risk it. I got onto the scene and this guy didn't look like he was on anything, but he looked out of place. He had slip-on shoes, one short gray sock, and one long beach-themed sock on the other foot with what looked like swim shorts and a pink, blue, and green windbreaker. What was the guy doing? What he was doing was barely called dancing. He was jogging in place and just tapping his toes every time. He was scatting to himself while he was just dancing. He was an older man with his CD player in his jacket pocket and an old pair of headphones on his head while he was dancing. People were looking, but he didn't really seem to notice. Excuse me, sir. I said as I was advancing closer to him. I got probably about 15-20 feet when it started hailing. Not just normal type of hail though, this was golf ball size hail. If you've ever been stuck in hail, then you know it's bad. But when you get stuck in hail that's got golf ball sized ice falling from the sky, then that's where you know that you need to get inside. I did my best to evacuate everybody into their cars and into the nearby stores. I got into the pet shop myself. I looked around for the dancing man and I don't know if it was all the hysteria and everybody running around and he just ran off himself or what it was, but he was gone. And I'm not about to risk my life looking for a random dancing man. After about two minutes, the hail stopped. I went outside with some pedestrians and there was just slush and ice everywhere. There was, there was some on cars, on roofs of the building, uh, in the streets, on the sidewalks, everywhere. Uh, there was a ton of broken glass too, so I stayed there for quite some time hoping to uh, file some statement reports for some people just so that they could tell their insurance what happened. After I was done with the statement reports, I just went to lunch. I was in my car and I was driving, but I just couldn't shake the feeling that something's up with this. It was 75 degrees out and you're going to tell me that it was hailing? Honestly, this town is just full of surprises. I was waiting for my food to be ready and I was just scrolling through social media. I followed this one account called Where We Town Problems. It's like a community watch forum the residents have made to, I guess, keep others informed on the weird things that go around this town. It started up not too long ago, but it's really taking off. It's a good way to know what's happening around the town. I was skipping through the stories, but I stopped when I saw a video of the dancing man again. He was dancing next to a store. I looked at the time and area postings. It was downtown 8 last night. The next video was again of the dancing man, this time a car was passing by recording him 
as he was dancing in the middle of the street. It was 3 in the morning in Little Tokyo. The next video was of a woman recording the dancing man. She was walking over to confront him. The timestamp says it was 6.33 a.m. The camera is shaking, but she's obviously telling him that he needs to leave. She's walking on over and threatening to call the cops if he doesn't stop loitering. But before she can get even 10 feet away from the sky, a bolt of lightning just strikes the ground next to her. She screams and starts running as you see the camera start shaking wildly. Another lightning bolt is heard, and that's the end of the video. Was that from earlier this morning? Did he cause the lightning and the hail? I contemplated to myself. I know that this town has something to do with this. I just don't know how yet. Officer Reese, the employee said as I jolted my eyes towards him. Hey, man, are you okay? Are you lost on the train we all call thought? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Mark. Hey, no worries, man. Uh, I've got your order here to go. Uh, do me a favor and have yourself a great day. I thanked him and grabbed my order and walked out. I went back to the station to eat. I like to watch YouTube videos while I eat. But after I was done, I was walking back to the squad car. I passed by Officer Nestor as I was walking out. We made eye contact. He's a special type of officer from some new fancy division. Dude gives me the creeps though. But I got back into my squad car and I started playing smooth jazz as I started driving off. I drove around for a few hours and it was a pretty uneventful, boring, and slow day. That's something that isn't really talked about too much with cops. That we ourselves have slow and boring days that just seem to drag on. So oftentimes I'll find myself sitting on the shoulder of a highway, just monitoring people's speeds. Me just simply being there makes people drive more safely. Although occasionally we'll get the person who's going 100 on an 80 mile an hour road. At that point we got a problem. But unless that's the case, like I said, I really don't like giving people tickets unless they absolutely deserve them. Oftentimes we get noise complaints, little kids who need help with their homework, calls for missing pets, and a ton, I mean a ton, of false alarms. I guess it's good that we show up to those false alarms, but for example, the other day I got a call about a possible breaking and entering, and when I showed up to the scene, it was some dude who accidentally just left his keys in the house and locked himself out. He had his wallet, showed me his ID, everything checked out, just accidentally forgot his keys in the house. How that happens, I'm not sure, but it happens, I guarantee it. Although sometimes it can be extremely busy in this town, what I've noticed is it's not a matter of whether this town is active or not, it's a matter of how active is it. There are times that we get calls about people being chased by monsters. Other times we get calls about strange figures stalking people or a UFO sighting is scaring locals. And trust me, we get plenty more strange calls like that. Although I'll never get over how some residents don't even notice the weird things happening. 
I'm not sure if it's because I've been here all my life or what, but you start to notice that some people are completely unfazed about the weird things happening around them, as if some people can see it and some can't. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it's definitely something to know. I was driving around before the police radio went off again. All officers, please be advised. We've got a 647 in progress on the corner of Red Rock and Windhelm. The dancing man is back in front of a grocery store. I took the call and booked it to that location, although something wasn't adding up. The town was playing tricks on us again. I got onto the scene of this plaza area, essentially a chain of different types of stores. I saw the dancing man just over there again, looking like he's jogging and just tapping his feet. He wasn't really doing anything with his arms and I was able to see his lips were moving. I know how to read lips, but it didn't seem like he was really saying anything. If I were to guess, I would assume that he was just scatting again. I got out of the car and approached him slowly. Excuse me, sir. I made sure to keep my distance, but I wanted to get close enough to try to have a conversation with him or at least try to get his attention or at absolute minimum, just analyze him. I was around 20 feet away from him, in front of him, and just waving at him trying to get his attention. We made eye contact multiple times, but never once did he really take his attention off of his dancing and his scatting. Sir, excuse me, can you please take the headphones off? I said as I was still waving at him, making sure to accentuate my mouth when I was saying that, so the off chance he knows how to read lips, he knows that I'm asking him to take his headphones off. I made sure not to get any closer than that, but before I could say or do anything else, the ground started to rumble. Everybody around was taking note of this besides, you guessed it, the dancing man. Out of nowhere, the sound of a manhole cover flinging off took my attention away and I turned around. I saw the manhole cover land, leaving a large mark in the ground. And out of nowhere, this sludge monster just came out of the manhole. It was absolutely terrifying. I pulled my gun out and looked behind me. Sure enough, the dancing man wasn't there, but the sludge monster sure was. I aimed at it, and I was just yelling at it for it to go back into the sewers. I honestly don't know what I was expecting, but I had to at least try something. It grabbed a man, and the man was screaming as the sledge monster shoved him in its mouth, although the monster was translucent, but I don't know if that was to our benefit. We saw the man very quickly being eaten alive as if he got dumped into a pool of acid. His clothes were gone, his hair was gone, next his skin, then the meat from his bones, and shortly after his bones disintegrated. It was a horrifying view. 
I quickly raised my pistol and I shot at the monster. It didn't really seem to phase the monster and I'm not sure if the bullets went entirely through the monster or dissolved halfway. But nevertheless, I was shooting at this thing. The only thing I was successful at doing with that is just grabbing its attention as it started moving, as it started making its way over to me. I quickly called for backup, reloaded my pistol, and started shooting again. After some time passed, some officers got out and started shooting at the monster too. One officer was shooting at it with a shotgun, the other one with a machine gun. Soon after, a helicopter came over us. It was at that moment though that the monster, for no reason at all, turned around and went back into the sewers. I looked around amongst the chaos. I saw Officer Nestor across from me. Again, we were making eye contact as he was putting his pistol away. I'm not sure what happened to the dancing man, and no one's heard of him again, let alone even saw him. It was as if he just vanished in front of our eyes every time. I'm not sure what to call him besides the dancing man. I'm not sure he's even human. But I guess we'll never know. Hell, at the end of the day, maybe he's just another resident of where we.